Verse number one. I was glad. Can you say amen? When they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord under the testament of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there are set thrones of judgments, thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palace. For my brethren and my companions' sake, I will now say, Peace be within thee. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. Father, help me just a little while. That Lord and I may speak to these precious people this morning and relay to them, Lord, what you've given me. I thought, Lord, today, what a wonderful day to reflect, Lord, on the things that have been done already for thy glory. Thank you, Lord, for a people that cares, Lord, to take their valuable time and go and sing and raise money to give to folks they'll never see. God, that some folks may see the hand of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God through this effort of this church, Lord, to uplift and bless and praise the name of Jesus now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. As I was getting ready for church this morning, I began to think about this psalm, and I began to think about what God has done for us already here at the house of God. Something like $5,500 raised for the children's presence. Something close to 14000 has been raised for Brother Tony's surgery. And countless other money has been given that God would be glorified. I got to thinking about this psalm and I want you to stay with me just for a minute. It said, I was. Now, I want to ask us all this morning. I was a part of doing something for God. Was you? I was a part of that. But the psalmist here was saying, I was glad. Well, I thought about that. I thought... Was I glad when I was a part of it? You know, a lot of folks will do it, but they'll mumble and grumble and gripe and complain. Not only now, but forever. Every time you see them, they'll be griping about it. And I thought about it as I was reading this psalm, as the psalmist was saying to you and I, I was glad when they, stay with me now, you don't get much from when they say things. Because most time when they're saying things, it's not good. Amen. Amen. They say, well, they said me and my wife wouldn't be married two weeks. Lord, let us live come June. We'd be married 50 years. Amen. Two weeks seems like yesterday. 
even though it's been almost 50 years. They said that Dennis Hensley would never live to see his 16th birthday. And he almost didn't, but by the grace and the mercy of God, now I'm 66. They say it'll never work. You can't take a handful of people and do what you've done. They say. But in this scripture, he was saying, notice what he was saying. I was glad when they said unto me. <laughs> Have you ever been told, and I had somebody tell me this years ago, why don't you just close your church down and come up here to the big church? I thought, how much bigger church can you belong to than the church of God? Amen. I mean, the building has no size to my God's church. Amen. Because my God's church is even outside these walls. Now, if you're containing your church inside walls, friend, you need to get saved. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Is it a joy to come to God's house? I mean, do you really look forward to coming? Uh, we're missing some folk. Brittany and her kids are sick. Uh, Chris and Kristen's gone singing. Uh, Bob and Mary, we're missing them this morning. I, I, we're missing several folks this morning. But they sometimes will tell you, Ah, there ain't no need to go to the house of God. Anybody ever heard this lately? Well, I'm just not into that anymore. I used to go to church. I used to sing in the choir. I've even had them tell me, I used to preach. Well, they need to read King James Version of the Bible. It says if you've ever called to preach, there is no retirement from that. Amen. If you're ever called, you're always called. Amen. Now you can retire from pastoring, but you can't retire from preaching. Because that's something God put in you. Amen. One of these days, this old body's going to give out, and I ain't going to be able to put up with this crowd. Probably next week. Right? We're getting older. Our bodies are closing down. But Psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, <clears throat> Stay with me now. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Have you ever thought about this? I was. That's me personally, isn't it? Did you get up this morning wanting to come to church? I mean, did you think about yesterday? I'm going to church tomorrow. I, I'm excited to see what God's going to do, not because of the Christmas play tonight, but I'm excited to see what God's going to do at the house of God in the morning. I don't want to miss it because I want to be there. Listen, just as sure as I missed it, they'd hand out cakes to everybody. And you know I don't want to miss no cake. Just as sure as I missed a Sunday, Somebody'd get saved. Somebody'd have a running fit. Amen. Somebody'd preach a wonderful message and there I'd be at home, hungry, starving to death because I 
miss the service. Hey, I know people get sick and can't make it. I understand that. God understands that. But God don't understand when you personally just don't want to go to church. Amen. Because you're pouted up. Because you're puffed up. Woo, I'm going to meddling now. Stay with me. I'm going to meddle a little more. Just because you took your little red wagon and went to the house and thought the whole house of God would shut down because you didn't show up. Amen. I don't tell you this, tell you with love. Ain't no one monkey stops the show. Amen. God's house is a place where we should want to go personally. Now let me let me say this right here. If you don't want to go to the house of God, more than likely you are lost. Amen. Because ever since the day God saved me, I wanted to go to church somewhere. I wanted to hear somebody preach. I wanted to hear somebody sing. I wanted to hear children sing. And I wanted to hear people testify. I wanted to see the Spirit of God on folks that they're running and shouting and giving testimonies and crying and begging and pleading with God. Ever since God saved me, personally, I wanted to go to the house of God. And I hope and pray it's the same for you. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go. <laughs> Does everybody know what glad means? Means he's happy. Means he's loving it. <laughs> you'll get up in the morning and you'll go to work, but you probably won't love it. I mean, you're not going to get up and go into the bathroom and you're going to get your toothbrush and your comb and your wash rag. And you're going to stand there singing and screaming, Oh, I'm glad I get to go to work today. No, no. You're going to stand there and brush them same teeth, comb them same three hairs. But you're going to go to work. Because you want a paycheck. Even when you get there, you don't like your boss man. You don't like the job you're doing. You don't like the folks that you're around. Hey, that reminds me of Christmas. You know people buy gifts with money they don't have to give to people they don't like. <laughs> if that fit, I'm sorry. But we do, don't we? We'll take a credit card and we'll buy things that nobody on God's green earth could ever use to give to people we don't even like know how. I got you a gift. Here it is. I hope you like purple polka dotted green ties. Who wears a purple polka dotted green tie? There's always one in the crowd that knows me. If somebody bought it for me, I'd wear it. I might accidentally ruin it when I eat lunch, but I'd wear it that once. I'm sorry, it fell into the grill and the grill was on fire. 
But don't we do that? He said, I was glad. I'm happy. I'm loving it. When they said unto me, let us. Notice something there. Not only did he say, I want you to go, but I'm going to go with you. Let us. How many is the last time you asked somebody to go to church with you? I mean, really? <laughs> I'm going to hurt everybody, maybe. Anybody had any good restaurant eating lately? Did you tell anybody about where you ate and how good it was? Oh, you're selfish. You don't want nobody to know it's good but you. You're going to keep it to yourself. If I eat at a place that's good, I tell everybody I know. Hey, you ought to go down there and try this. Somebody told me about one this morning, a hamburger. Oh, yeah, he's buying me a hamburger. How many patties is on that? Ten patties is on that hamburger. I'll have enough for a whole week, won't I? But when we eat something like that, we tell it. Ladies, when it's on sale, you know, they got a 50% off down there, and I've got a card for 30% more off. You better run down there. It, it ends Saturday. You've got everything in the world to do, but you're going to go to Cato's because it's on sale. <laughs> and Saturday is the last day. David says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. We want people to go shopping where they can save a dollar. We want people to go eat where the food is good. But how often do we brag on God's house to the point that people want to come to God's house? Is the only thing you ever tell about God's house is that preacher's too loud. That preacher's too long-winded. Ken Newton, bless his heart, I was digging a footing for him in old fort, poor concrete, and I was inviting him to come to church. I was going to preach that night as far as pastoring, and we was up there off Parker Paget Road, and Ken said, "Take off for running, Dennis." I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Take off for running right down through yonder." I said, "Why?" He said, "If you make that curve, you're too long-winded. I ain't coming." He told me that, point blank. I said, well, I'll stop right before the curve to make sure you come. And he did come. But ain't that the way it is sometimes? We want to say the bad things about the house of God. We'll leave the church today probably and say, well, one-third of the church didn't have nobody sitting in it. Instead of bragging on, two-thirds of the church had somebody sitting in it. We want to brag on what we don't have. Listen, if I spent my life on bragging what I don't have, all you'd ever hear me say is something about my fingers gone. Not to mention my mind. You laugh too hard on that, honey. How come the ladies are laughing so hard on that? 
I'm clothed and in my right mind. It's just the only one I've got. You just have to deal with it, right? But isn't it funny that we focus on the negative? He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us. Let us. What what is he talking about? (coughs) You know the house of God is the house of bread. Say amen. If you don't, you do now. Do you know the house of God is the house of healing? Do you know the house of God is the house of joy? Peace. Do you know these things? Then why are we not partaking of those things? They're there. Me and my wife first got married and (laughs) I took my wife to my grandmother's in Tennessee Grandma, she was an old-fashioned cook. Does anybody know what pumpkin butter is? She had a big bowl of pumpkin butter, and she had a big bowl of calcite, and she had all kinds of things that my wife had never seen or never heard of. My grandmother did not ask her if she wanted any. She got a spoon. She said, here, try some of this. Here, try some of this. Here, try some of this. And she filled my wife's plate full. And my wife leaned over to me and said, What is that? I said, It's good. Just eat it. Right? What does it matter what it's called? If it tastes good, it's good. Right? I mean, if it tastes real good, get seconds. Right? But sometimes we have a thought in our mind, church ain't going to be good today. Please let me help you today. I refuse to be blessed. I am pouting. I couldn't find the same color socks. My aftershave was gone. You know that that terrible stuff, it really sidetracks you. You know. Somebody used all the hot water before I got a chance to take a shower. I remedied that years ago, folks. I bought an 80-gallon quick recovery. I've never run out of hot water, even with Haley. And Haley has sucked 40 gallons out in a heartbeat. (laughs) Say amen, Michael. It's true. I raised her. I know. If you wanted any kind of warm shower, I'm not talking about hot. I'm talking about warm. You better get in there before Haley got in there. Because it's going to be a cold shower for the next hour to hit recovered. But we get up in the morning and we're looking for the negative. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go together to the house of God. Amen. Why? He knew it was a house of bread. You ever leave church hungry? There's two reasons to leave church hungry and you forget the first one I'm fixing to mention. Sorry preaching. There ain't no sorry preaching goes on around here. The second thing that you'll leave the house of God hungry for is because you won't eat. (laughs) 
Has anybody besides me ever been so hungry you'd eat a green bean sandwich? You ain't never really been hungry then. Amen. Listen, I've been so hungry I would eat fried rabbit tracks. I'm talking about hungry folks. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you don't even ask what it is. You don't even care if it's edible. You're going to taste it. And if it's anywhere close to tolerable, you're going to eat it, right? Because I've eaten a lot of things I did not like. Well, two or three anyway. How many like things now that they didn't like when they were a child? Mama used to have to fuss at you to get you to eat it. Just to try it. You ain't got to eat it. Just try it. Now you want it. David was saying, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord because he knew there was food at the house of God. He knew there was healing at the house of God. He knew there was a blessing at the house of God. And he knew if he is at the house of God, he had opportunity to receive all of those. (coughs) I thank God for our ministry over the airways. I really do. But it's no substitute for being here. Has anybody ever uh, videoed baptizing? Video it. Run it fast forwards. Then run it in reverse. It ain't like being there. There's something about being physically at the house of God. He said, let us go. He didn't say you go and you tell me about it. He didn't say you go and try it. He didn't say I'll go and try it and get back to you about it. He was saying I was glad when they said unto me listen that I can go to the house of the Lord. I know there's bread there. I know there's preaching there. I know there's singing there. I know there's joy there. I know there's power of the Holy Ghost there. There's power for healing. How many people we seen heal right here in this church? Amen. Amen. Cancers healed. Yeah. Heart attacks. I'm living proof. Got an x-ray where this rib was shoved plumb through my heart. People prayed and it's back in place. It was broke. Wasn't even a hole in my heart. God's the only one that can do that. You say, preacher, I don't believe that. That's your problem. I lived through it. I was laying there when five doctors fixing to bust my chest open. That's how serious it was. Yeah. They said, we have got to get this fixed immediately. Run me through the MRI. And the doctor said, I don't understand it. That rib's back in place. It's broke. And there's not even a mark on your heart. He said, look here at the x-ray. It's through your heart. Only God can do that. I stand here as a man that that they said your bladder is tore out. I said, I've got to go to the bathroom. They said, mister, you can't. I said, well, water's going somewhere. He said, yeah, everywhere. God fixed it too. Immediately. 
So if at God's house there's healing, if God's house there's joy, if God's house there's peace, if God's house there's bread, amen, if God's house there's fellowship, if at God's house God is there, why do we not want to be there? He said, I was glad. I was glad. It's been mentioned here several times this morning about how our minds are not as crisp as they used to be. Maybe he had forgot it was the Lord's day. You ever forgot it was Wednesday? Yeah, right down to the very last minute. And somebody called and say, Preacher, I'll see you at church. And I say, Oh, Lord, it's church day. You ain't never done that. I'm just old. They said unto me, let us go. When was the last time you invited somebody? When was the last time you personally called their name and said, I'd like for you to go to the house of the Lord with me? When was the last time you told them about the joy? Uh, You remember when Amalek and Naomi went down? They left the land of the house of bread and went to a place as dry and desolate trying to, this part, go back and Ruth and read it. Why would you leave a place that the name means bread and go to a place that means desolate, dead, dry, I mean, if the name of the place is bread, they might have a shortage today, but surely they will eventually have bread. And what happened to Emelech? He died. What happened to his sons? They died. Where did they die? They didn't die at the house of bread. They did not die at the house of bread. Emelech, Naomi went down there and had two sons. Got down there, had two daughter-in-laws. Now we have three dead men. And Ruth decided, I'm going back to where there is bread. When Naomi made up her mind and Ruth said, I'm going to go with you. Your God's going to be my God. Your people's going to be my people. Where you die, that's where I'm going to die. What was she saying? You've told me so much about this place called the house of bread that I want to go see it. You lost your husband, you lost your sons, and now you're going back. I wish I had two or three services to preach the rest of this. You know what happened to Orpha, right? You heard me say this the other week. She slept with 102 men and a dog. So one went to the house of bread and one went to the dogs. You know the only difference in the two? 
This really surprised me. They both heard the same woman say the same things. And one chose to go to that land of bread and one chose to go the other way. So what does that tell me? He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. We have to make a choice. Now I want to tell you something. I'm not standing, I'm bragging on how good my God is to me. Please hear me well. I've got as many broke bones in my body as anybody in the building. I've got steel in my body. I've got a bad heart, they tell me. I've got all of these things, arthritis. I woke up this morning, my hand wouldn't close. I could have said, I'm just going to stay in bed. But I couldn't wait to get to the house of God. You want me to tell you why I couldn't wait? I couldn't wait to hear these children sing again. I couldn't wait to see your face in the house of God. I couldn't wait to see what God was going to do for us at the house of God today. I just wanted to be in the house of God where I knew that God was going to put something on the plate for everybody. And everybody that's hungry could eat. I was glad. I was glad today was Sunday. I was glad that I was going to get to go to the house of God. And I'll tell you something else I'm glad about. I'm glad I can come back tonight. Now, if there's anything I like better than good food, it's good seconds. (laughs) And somebody said something about leftovers this morning. Some of them good four and five days later. Uh, I believe it was Tammy made that pea salad back there. Did anybody eat that the other night? I was glad you didn't. Because it went home with me. I sat down for lunch. Wednesday, I believe it was. And I got me a bowl of that pea salad. And I ate it. It was so good, I got another bowl. What are you trying to say? It was good. It was made, you know, Saturday... Boy, it was good Wednesday. And can I say something else? It was good Friday. There might be enough left for me to try a little today. I'm just saying maybe. I don't know how much is left. But the trouble of it is, folks, when we find something that's good, we don't want to go back for a second sometimes. That's when we want to go on a diet, ain't it? I'm going to help somebody this morning. Stay with me just for a moment. When I was lost and undone without God, and I went to church somewhere, and God got in the midst. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? When God came in the service and began to work with people, and he sent conviction to me, I didn't go back that night. 
I'll just be honest, I didn't. You want me to tell you why? Because I know he'd convict me again. I knew I was lost and undone without God. I knew God was wanting to save me, and I just didn't want to be saved at that time. So if I went to a church and I was dead and dry, I'd probably go back there. If I went where the Holy Ghost was moving, ooh, man, I didn't want to go back there. Them people acting peculiar. I, I, are they something? <laughs> we was out here in front of the little church which used to sit right here. A lady and her husband from Pennsylvania had come from the Deer Park up here. And they were having Sunday school that morning. I mean, they were shouting it out. Old big John Letterman got happy. Half the people got happy. And I said, ma'am, let's go on in. Said, they're just having Sunday school. She said, uh-uh, I ain't going in there. There's something going on in there. And I thought, what'd you come to church for? Right? That's where I want to go. I want to go where I can be fed. I want to go where the table's full. I want to go where God is. I want to go where the blessings is. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Why? Because he had a heart for God. He had a heart for God's thing. And he wanted to be around God's people. What about you? Preacher, you've got awful personal this morning. It's about time somebody did. You know, it's sad. There's going to be a lot of preachers standing judgment and blood's going to be dripping off their hands. Let us, he said. (laughs) Look at verse 2. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Back up verse 1. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Let me close on this. To accomplish God's will for your life, you're going to have to go. I said to accomplish God's will for your life, you're going to have to go. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that you're going to have to go to an altar and repent before you can get saved. You said, preacher, you mean I have to go up there and kneel in that altar before I get saved? That ain't what I said. I said you're going to have to go to a altar to get saved. Maybe in your driveway. Maybe in your car. Out in the woods in a tree stand or something. God can save you anywhere. But the key is you're going to have to go into it wanting it. God's not going to force it on you. God's never forced nobody to be saved. He made it available. He made it desirable. Now, let's be honest with you this morning, church. I sure don't miss my past. I do not miss the things that I used to do. I look back on them now and I say, just how stupid was you? 
And I look at myself and say, surely you wasn't that dumb. And then I get to hurt and I say, yeah, I guess you was. What took you so long to get saved, son? Stubborn. Pride. Somebody was praying for me. Somebody had invited me to the house of God. Somebody wanted me to go with them to the house of God. But old stupid me just didn't do it. So even though David was excited about going to the house of God, he was excited about going with folks and and what God was going to do there. It can never do nothing for you until you go. And the first thing you need to do is go on your knees before God and say, God, I know I'm a sinner. God, I know I'm lost. Not that you're a good fella or a good dad or even a good church member. Are you saved? Are you truly saved and born again? Hey, that's what will put the gladness in your heart is when you're truly saved and born again, you'll be glad to go to the house of the Lord. Let us stand with every head bowed and every eye closed. Somebody in this congregation needs to come and pray right now. The Holy Spirit has spoke to your heart and you need to pray.